You are now listening to an all-new episode of Bubble Bath Stories with your hosts, Nikki Trends and Manny Oso. What's, What's up, up everybody? Oh, there, we did it again. Okay, I can't set this guy. <laughs> I'm Nikki Trends. And I'm Manny Oso. And we are Bubble Bath Stories, and we have a wonderful guest with us this day. This yes, day. This, this day. Is, this <laughs> for, for I bubble Depending on yeah. day. <laughs> Special guest, please introduce yourself. Hi, everyone. Um, I'm Penny. I have a podcast called Avian Nights. I'm excited Ooh, to uh, meet you guys. Uh, and we're excited to have you on here, too. Yes, because yeah. you heard the podcast. Yes. Boy, okay. Does your mom listen to your podcast? <laughs> nah, absolutely not. She, I don't think she knows half of the, sh- the shit that I say or do. She just I mean, calls me if- crazy. If you're out there and get a chance to listen, NSFW. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, definitely don't listen to it in your cubicle at no. your work yeah. or like real office. But give um, it a like, listen. It's a pretty interesting, it's a pretty interesting show. But for those who haven't taken a listen to it, tell us all about it. Like how you came up with the name, Lady and Nights, and the concept and all of that. Um, that's funny. I was I was thinking about this the other day because this this whole Labian Nights, this idea of Labian Nights kind of came about like ages ago. And I was like, yo, I need to talk about shit because I'm always talking <laughs> with my bitches about shit. Like, I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, all right. And I'm like, but we're always talking about sex or like body parts, body fluids. And I'm like, all right, all right. So I got to think about something. And I don't know, I was thinking something with vagina. And I'm like, it can't be the vagina monologues, obviously. And I'm like, it can be pussy. Like, it can't be that forward. So I was like, okay, labias. You know, and we're gonna. This will be a night show, so I don't know. Somehow, Labian nights, and that—that's just kind of like that's what happened. No, it's cool because um, you know, Arabian nights is mm-hmm. actually about a bunch of thieves and like a bunch of bad—not bad, but like you know, the other culture. You know. Yeah. So you know. there you go. That's kind of yeah. what you got going look at, on. You look know? at that. I didn't even know. Don't mansplain Labian. No, I thought, I thought it worked out. I don't know if she knows it actually really works. <laughs> Yay, you know, that was by accident. <laughs> so as we were doing research for the show, we obviously, we, we listened to episodes of your podcast, and we also listened to an interview that you did, um, I don't know if it was recently, on a podcast called How Do I, How Do I Explain This Shit to My Mom? Oh, yeah, that was, a, that was an interesting podcast. Show. Super interesting, um, because also the host of that show, her mom was actually in the podcast because she was like, "Oh, are you hungry?" It was, it was yeah, like, oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> I do um, remember that. But you did this. You did this podcast. You did this interview, and you talk about how you were married. Oh and yeah. I was like, "Whoa!" Yeah. So we we one friend in super common danielle who uh yes. you guys at home know because she's been on the show before but you and i've never met but you're yes. also from florida yeah. yeah yeah i'm a new yorker who lived in florida and then came back because that's yeah right all of us don't worry about right it. <laughs> and so when i when i was listening to that and i heard that you're married i was like what the fudge nuggets i was like what she's married oh my god so the first question that came to thought was the the topic of sex is super important into your show was there ever i guess um the stereotype of once you get married you stop having sex is that like something that's a real thing is that a real rumor 
or is that? I'm, in my experience, yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, no, but you know, I, I, I do hear that as well. Um, I mean, what do you think we it's the were, cause? I don't know. We were together for 13 years, and I met him when I was 17 and 18, and there was like a lot of lack of communication when it came to sex because, you know, 17, 18 year old Penny. Right. thought or didn't know it wasn't I was still not aware of my sexuality in that way or was shameful about certain things right. and then it was hard for me then to talk to him about it and then that just kind of caused like more separation as far as sexually between the both of us for me for sure yes. um and then it just became like the normal like maybe once a week kind of situation and then I realized oh shit I'm a hornball <laughs> <laughs> You was know, it, was it like always the same thing though? Mm hmm. Always. Yeah. Always. Yeah. Gotta, gotta switch it up. Gotta switch it up. Since, the same thing since 17? Just about. Wow. Just like adult, an adult version of it. Which is crazy because yeah. after, between like 17 and what, 21, that's when you're ex exploring, right? Exactly. And you didn't get to do it. Yeah. Oh. I didn't get to do any of it. So now you, I'm out yeah. in the streets being crazy. Because <laughs> it's funny. It's funny when you listen to the your introductions to the episode. You're always like, yeah, yeah we're gonna talk about you know butt stuff. Yeah. <laughs> that's why oh, yeah. I had to lower the volume. Like I can listen to this on my break. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Do not listen to that with people around unless y'all want it. Yeah, it's crazy. No children so, either. <laughs> so obviously, for a lot of people, sex is a very important thing, especially in a relationship. Um, how did you like? How did your marriage, I guess, influence your your you know your now your sex positive desire to just like know what you want, explore, figure it out, as opposed to kind of you know maybe not being in the marriage, but kind of still mm -hmm. living your sex life the same way. Yeah, I mean, I think the lack of sex um help you know like i was like it triggered something in my brain to i think i was just always hypersexual period and mm -hmm. i just wasn't i never got the ability to explore that with my partner right. so i guess the lack of it and then us breaking up and then thank god for like stuff like tinder and all this freaking apps you get i got the opportunity to meet men who just want to have sex and now and I have no intention of being in a relationship because I just got off a relationship right. so yeah. now I have this opportunity sort of um to have sex with an experiment sex with men or people and not give a fuck about not like not, not not that I'm not caring about them but especially right. for for men, with me and men I'm just like I'm here for the business right All right not, yeah it's a little yeah. bam bam. Thank you, thank you, sir. Would you yeah, say you're? You. Would you say you're the only person in your friend group that is like open about it like this? Because no, I just, I yeah, like, no. Like I think it's cool that you know that you're not ashamed to talk about it. You know, <laughs> See, you it's know super cool. <laughs> I think you know what happens. I think they are, and I think because I'm open about it, then it helps other people open about it themselves. So yeah. like, I'm like, I have people come to me for advice. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm not like, I'm not a sex expert. I'm just out here having sex. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm not. not I want to know just what you do. Yeah, I'm just out here learning too. You know, you tell me what's going on with your sex life. Right. So, <laughs> so you, you know? mentioned your, all these apps, you're at Tinder, Bubble, all of it, right? Farmers oh, Only, yeah. J-Love. Farmers Only. Farmers Only. Ooh, I should do that one. Where? <laughs> you don't know what they're going to be into. Where? Yeah. Is the furthest you would travel for a partner? 
for um, mediocre sex. Because yeah. if you're meeting these guys online, let's say you're having sex with them, there's like a high likelihood it's going to be basura. Always. Basura, I, basura. I can tell but you it's always basura. You, you kind of oh, have to wow. weigh, you kind of have to weigh, right? Like, ooh, this could be good though. Yes. Right? Yes. right? So where's the furthest you would go? <laughs> the furthest I would go, I mean, the furthest I've gone has been New Jersey. Wait, okay, but like from the Bronx or yeah, from from the Bronx, I've come, yeah. I've gone from what? New Jersey, from here to That's fucking like, good, like our, our what time. part? Of, wait, well, it depends. What part of Jersey? Um, North Bergen. Like that's like a little. I, I, that's like <laughs> that piece of New Jersey. That's like New York. That like it's not like you yeah, know, like, like it's right through the tunnel. Yeah, yeah, like the Lincoln yeah. Tunnel is right there. That, yeah. That's a whole nother state. Like, I know we technically related, but that's but a whole not. nother state. Okay. They do that surcharge on Uber for the <laughs> freaking pool. How much is that? You know, that's like a $40 hookup. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think each ride was like, I mean, then we will split it. Cause this, and the funny thing is that this guy was so mediocre, but he was like my regular. Like, I, I you know, it was. Did he didn't give you a discount? Was like for the 10th visitation while well, like pay for your Uber? The last time we messed, we messed around, I was like, I ain't paying for no Uber, so you're paying for it. He's like, all right, cool. I'm like, bet. I'm, right, I'm in got, there. I got a question. I got a question. Since you were using these apps, were any of the apps in particular, like, like it, uh, always a hit or always a miss? Or was there an app where you're like, all right, you know what? I'm desperate tonight. I'm going to the farmers only today. <laughs> <laughs> Tinder always came through. Tinder comes through. Yeah. If, I need, if I need that D right now, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to find it on Tinder. But I also feel like for us women, I, it's not really that hard. If you just put yourself out there like, yo, I'm here for this, yeah. this, this, they're like, oh, shoot, yes. They're so See, quick to be like, oh. Because, like, I, I miss the Tinder bus is the thing. Because when I moved, when I when Tinder first started coming around, um, the phone number that I got was a recycled phone number. Oh, and that no, phone number no. was banned off of Tinder from whoever oh. previously had it. What an so when quiz. Tinder first was came around, I could not get on it because I had a phone number that apparently some dude did something to somebody. Wow, I don't know. that's so, amazing! Like, it took years and years and years for it to <laughs> finally like get zeroed out or something. But I was already dating someone at the time, so I missed did the you, whole Tinder thing. Did uh, you guys not meet in you? You guys met in the, the natural way, like yeah, we met the natural way, like God intended. But the thing is, like, while I wasn't allowed to be on Tinder, Bumble came around. And I tried mm -hmm. Bumble, but everybody on Bumble was just looking for friendship. <laughs> yeah, I don't never, I haven't used Bumble for that whole, like, I have to initiate it first. <laughs> Let me tell you about Bumble. Bumble out of here. <laughs> Let me tell you about Bumble, okay? Yeah. First of all, I had Tinder for all of two days before I got <laughs> solicited hard. And I was like, no, I'm not ready. Yeah. God, why? Yeah. What is this? <laughs> Deleted it. Then I heard about Bumble and I was like, oh, this is cool. Like I'm going to get to make the first move. But nobody made a move back. And like, yeah. I lost oh. it. There was like this huge ass rant that I put on Bumble. <laughs> and I remember before we started dating, we were like, we're going to we're, we're gonna, gonna help each other's profile. Yeah, we're gonna see what's oh, up. Oh wow, yeah. He yeah. looked at all my pictures and was like, absolutely not. I, like, I can tell. Oh, he's like, <laughs> I was like, oh Whoa. my god. He well, was what like, was wrong with them? <laughs> there was one picture because um, she was trying to be funny. Yeah, I was trying to be oh, funny. Oh, right. Foil on my hat. Yeah. Like I, I like, love you know, that. Earlier. 
and he. <laughs> but I was trying to tell her how. <laughs> I got how, shut the fuck down. Like in Damn. a group of friends, guys aren't even looking at that. I was telling her how, like a lot of guys like they sit in a circle, have a conversation, and just swipe and swipe, and they're not even looking at swiping. They're not looking at the picture. They're just, they're just waiting to get matches. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. Pretty much. And so she's over here putting all that on. They're not going to look at that unless she matches them. I don't put a bio. I just put pictures up. I will put like a like a funny, ha ha, look at me, Penny. And then like, <laughs> like, <laughs> and then the, ooh, that's a penny. What you was know, all, like, did you try plenty of fish? Because that's all based on emailing back, right? Oh, no, I'm not, I've only done Tinder, OkCupid, and Hinge. And Hinge is like too much people want to be a, my boyfriend. I'm like, I'm good. I ain't trying to do that. <laughs> I mean, Hinge has a really good marketing strategy about like, we we want you to delete. I was like, oh my yeah. God. It's fascinating. That it's right. Oh, right. All right. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Um, okay. So you're, you lived in Tampa for a while, right? Yeah. I, I find that interesting. Because... Oh, no. Oh, wait. It cut off. Wait. It went yeah, black and then it muted. Now you're good. Oh, okay. All right. Um, yeah. You're from, you lived in Tampa for a while, right? I'm from yeah. Tampa myself. And I was uh, I was listening to your interview with the with the stripper that you had. I forget oh, my name. sister. Your sister. I forget her uh, name. My okay. sister. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I, I don't know if I introduced her as Kiki or Priscilla, but Kiki, yeah. Priscilla, whatever her name is. Your <laughs> stripper yeah. name, or either which way. I found it as an interesting conversation because I actually did a lot of research when it came to uh, Tampa and their strip club history. Mm. Mm -hmm. um you so do you guys talked about any of that i mean we no, we talked about like the lifestyle or her lifestyle and like the pimp game that happens and you know like tricking and all that stuff that happens like in it just brought back a lot of memories because the mm -hmm. thing is i actually lived in an area that was close to a lot of the strip clubs um Where, like ebor area no dale mabry where joe oh Render, yeah where mm -hmm. joe render owned mons venus he, yes, uh, mons he, did, venus. he did a lot of the history it just brought back these memories of that. Um, do you remember, do you know anything about the six foot rule that Tampa had? No. This is not anything to do with the flu. <laughs> <laughs> so a while ago, um, they uh, Tampa was trying to fight against prostitution and oh. STDs. So it wasn't really that. They were just a bunch of conservative groups that were trying to get rid of strip clubs. So they were masquerading as that. And they came up with this ordinance. It was called the six foot rule where strippers had to be six feet away from patrons. And it was just a huge thing because this guy, Joe Redner, he fought against it so much to get rid of it in Tampa because it was hurting the money. Yeah, Nobody exactly. can make any money. <laughs> How can you Honestly. do a lap dance without it? The more you know. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> yeah. That's a, that's a, I, hadn't, I mean, I know like the strip club, like life is such a big thing in Florida, especially yeah. Tampa, but yeah. It's a beautiful thing. Beautiful thing. Major, major money maker. My, um, <laughs> my first job in Tampa was at uh, Cash and Carry, the one right next to Odyssey 2000. The one oh, the yeah. Every, yeah. Rolled up yeah. into work. I was like, look, well, it's so Do you visit any strip clubs here in New York? No, I honestly haven't. Um, there's something that's not as I know. I don't know. Like I don't know why I prefer or like the idea of like the southern strip clubs because to me, I feel like they're better. They like this whole like 
I feel like Southern strip clubs is kind of what like made the other ones more like grimy or like more like raunchy yeah. or like you know what I'm saying like so that's why I like I would prefer going to a strip club in in Tampa or like she even Atlanta one day. You want to go? Let's go. Let's go for the VIP experience. Strip clubs in Atlanta, legit the most fun. The first one I ever went to was a strip club slash sports bar. And so, like, couples were there trying to watch the football game, and the girls were just absolutely dolls. Loved it. It was amazing. Yeah. Everyone should go. The strip clubs here, I haven't really been to, but they do seem sad. Like, there's it's not like a. Yeah, you just feel like you feel like you're on the set of a movie, like something's about to pop off at any given second. Right. The bottle girl and the stripper because they got beef. Yeah, everybody has beef. Everybody, yeah. yeah. I don't want to get involved and, with that. And they they don't play about their money. Yeah, really. I'm like, oh my god, I just want to see you shake your yeah. ass. Hey, damn. And also, you go get me a bottle real quick. Yeah, like, they love everybody. They love everybody. Yeah, I love it. I was like, oh, forget it. I won't go to one out here. <laughs> yes. Are they? It's too much are they? Are they even open? Like, what's the deal? I think one state has like a drive-through. Um, yeah, a lot of places are trying this drive-through tipping. <laughs> I mean, I guess if it's working, it's working. Right. Right. Exactly. I just hope anybody that's in the driving <laughs> path isn't, you know, smelling all those fumes from the cars. Oh, that's gonna right. be bad for your skin, right? That can't be good yeah. for your skin. Or your lungs. <laughs> or your lungs. <laughs> so um, before we jump to our next question, so uh, recently we did a show where we kind of like really went at uh, Bella Thorne about this whole OnlyFans situation and how she bring, basically oh, broke yeah. the company. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, as someone who is an advocate for like women just knowing their bodies and doing whatever makes them happy when you see things like that especially come down from celebrities and how it fucks with other people's money like what are your thoughts on that that shit irks the shit out of me because once again we have a white woman feeling or appropriating like what these mostly women of color sex workers are doing because it's usually women of color who are doing a lot of sex work or women of right. color who are not getting the recognition. And then we have this other white girl now doing the same thing and she's getting what? How much did she bring? Like $2 million or some shit like that? Fuck out of here. Because she needs it. Because she right. needs it. She don't even need it. Like that shit just- Not even donating shit. it. Right. And like shit like that, it's just the reason I believe God hasn't put me on top because I would probably beat her up. <laughs> because I, mean, I would probably- Like, she, and I'm- Ugh, I can't. In her, her in her apology, she said, "Okay, like I that she was trying to bring awareness and I'll stigmatize, like you know, taking the stigma to tape stigma 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 out of uh, all the negative press, I guess that sex workers get, and she just wanted to bring awareness to it and like all this stuff. And I just I remember <laughs> thinking." Why wouldn't she just donate the money then? Yeah. Or like, right. or just talk about it and not go on there to try to get, man, this bitch need to get beat up. But, and then Manny and I were talking about it earlier and he, it's, he was right. Like nobody asked her to do it. You're not even yeah. a sex right. worker. Like, right. <laughs> she, she, right. She was saying that she was doing it for research and to bring light to a subject, but nobody's asking for that. Right. And on top of that, it's, it's an industry that doesn't call for, 
light to be brought to it. Right. You know, if I'm, yeah. if I'm paying an OnlyFans, if I'm paying a hundred bucks to for an OnlyFans page, I'm not trying to tell everybody, you know, and she right. obviously knows her clientele and doesn't, isn't trying to tell everybody. So yeah. what's with the research? What's with it? <laughs> also, you could have just went online. And right. All her pictures. You know, so. She could have gone on Instagram and done an Instagram story about whatever sex workers and bring do you think awareness it's a, to that. Uh, do you think it's a, an attention thing? The oh, of course, it's an attention thing. Like, yeah. I forget what she was, what, why she's famous again. I know she did something. She was like a she, child actor, right? Yeah, she's a Disney. She's an, she was you a said, Disney kid. You said the same thing I said. What is she no. doing exactly? <laughs> what was she on? Who was she? She was on something. She was like but, on Glee or something. I don't know. Oh, yeah. See, it's I don't know. Attention. Boredom, but you know, she, yeah, she probably she probably made no money during COVID because nobody was, yeah. False, she did have, she did a porno. Yeah. Wow. But Man, that's, see, that's the thing. Doing that. You know who would, who would make an OnlyFans page and actually donate the money? Someone like, I know you guys don't want to hear it, but maybe like Angelina Jolie, because she's so, no. you know, about the people. Just, yeah, I'm just talking about uh, anthropologists, celebrities, you know, there's celebrities out there that are activists. Oh, that, you mean like, you mean like advocate for sex workers? Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> you know? Okay. Oh, yeah. I, okay. Like, and then that, I don't know if I want to see her naked, though. But it's not you who's paying. I know you're right. You're yeah. right. Yeah. You're right. I, you know, she, yeah. I, you she probably will make her. millions too. And she then, will make millions. And she would give it away. You know. Yeah, There's I think. Who's Bella Thorne to throw that in? No. I don't want to. <laughs> go back I don't to Disney. Bella right. She can't go back to Disney now. <laughs> no, she can't. Definitely cannot. <laughs> she definitely cannot. Um, all right, so we're gonna get serious for a second. As a woman who is like just so open, just you know, with her past experiences and, and just honest with and living your truth. You recently, I think a couple months ago, did a YouTube video and you kind of were talking through a, a journey or a tragedy almost um, during COVID. Uh, can you talk to us a little bit about that? Hello? Hello? Hello. Can you hear us? Oh wait, I think she was mad at us. <gasps> Call her back. We gotta save it, right? I can't end it. We gotta keep going. Hi. I know you're mad. Your face froze like me. And I was like, oh, she's mad. I was like, no. <laughs> Don't talk about that video. Technology. Okay. So obviously we're going to have to cut that. So I'm just going to okay. restart. <clears throat> okay. And go. Okay. As somebody who's super open just about her life and living your truth, um, about three months ago, you did a YouTube video about a difficult journey that you were going through during COVID. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, this, it was hard. Um, yeah, so I had an abortion. I got pregnant and had an abortion. And this was my first pregnancy ever and then also my first abortion. Um, it was super hard because I'm a woman in my 30s already. I right. got pregnant and then I also have to get an abortion. And like, obviously, it, it, I feel like I'm a, I'm a better mother for doing that because the person who I got pregnant with was a complete asshole and still is an asshole. And I hope he gets right. ED. But, <laughs> um, 
it was hard it was hard because it was it was also like everything was virtual the same way that i'm talking to you guys was technically how i had this abortion you know like it wasn't it wasn't me talking to the doctor or the nurse or whoever telling me what the process i mean they did and there was such a lack of like i don't know like empathy yeah and there was definitely a lack of empathy even even post the uh, the post-abortion um yeah it was hard it was super hard and i'm still fucked up by it like like i think i was i, I was crying about that today as a matter of fact i was like <laughs> <laughs> and and it's not so much so like that it's not i'm not sad about the decision it's just, i'm just like so many things i'm just mad about like the, like the lack of information about what happens after the abortion right. like my body is still like in physically not healing but it's still physically trying to balance itself out like even when it comes to getting my period every month it's like it's fucked um, right. no, it makes sense it, the it was emotional for something else right yeah literally yeah exactly like the emotional mental like they don't i don't think um they don't talk about that enough even after the fact and i think it's because it is because even i feel wrong when i was like doing the um the procedure and doing it through virtually i felt wrong and i felt like i was whispering when i was talking about it like yeah i'm you know like this is happening and it just it's they make you feel they don't make you feel better about yourself but they don't they also don't make you feel they kind it almost, almost makes you feel like they're making you feel bad about it like they're just going through the motions of it and they're yeah, yeah. i mean yeah. that that has to be difficult, but being so open about it, when did you decide that you wanted to one, talk about this and then talk about it publicly and put it on YouTube and make a video about it? I did it because it was like part of like my, my healing process to do it. Cause I went back and forth with it. I'm like, I did, I have it, I have recorded and even posted for a while. I was like, nah, I'm not going to do it. Like get the fuck out of here. Like, that's crazy for me to even yeah. talk about this. But I was like, oh, fuck this shit because mad people, and then mad women came forward about like their abortion and their stories and stuff like that. And I was like, oh, okay. So like super common, it's super, super, super common, but we're so hush about it. And it's, it sucks. It just sucks because it's it's still, um, it's still natural. It still happens and, and it's still banned. Like it's nuts. Right. Yeah, definitely. I don't even, men. Yeah, yeah, and it's yeah. I say I say whatever you need to do for your healing process, you do it. If you need to put it out there, if you need to put a video out there, if you need to put six videos, whatever it takes. What it was hard. going through that? Um, has that I guess changed your approach to dating now, or are you like now maybe a little? I guess like aware of red flags that maybe you weren't aware of before. Oh man, I, I wish I could say yes. Like, I was watching the video and I definitely cried with you when uh, you were talking about it. And first of all, it's brave that you even came out to to um <clears throat> to put it out there. But then I I couldn't help but think, what's the aftermath of that? Right? Oh, like how yeah. do you need after that, like after something after somebody was so insensitive about something so sensitive. Yeah. I mean, not, like, I'm, there's still a bunch of shitty ass niggas, yo, fuck that. Like, these yeah. motherfuckers out here suck. And even after the fact, I'm like, uh oh, ne- never mind, you suck. Um, <laughs> It just, honestly, it just makes, not, it doesn't make me hate men even more. 
I think it def- it definitely did um, make me be less uh, invested into these relationships that I have with men. Mm-hmm. Um, I try not to give too much of myself to them or my energy because I, I felt like I gave so much to that person before and then that happened. And even now, I feel like, there, I've cut off so many guys. Like, I had a roster, and then I, like, it went down to, like, two or three. And then, <laughs> and then, I'm mean, like, now I, yeah. Jerry, like, we're putting you on the bench. <laughs> yeah, like, I, um, but no, I mean, I definitely have a, I think, I think I do, have, I'm, I'm more aware of men behavior or behaviors of other people, but, you know, humans are just, Human right. suck, period. You know, it's, it's so hard to be like, oh, this is going to be a good guy. And then, like, give it a couple of weeks, you're like, oh, you actually suck. Um, no. It's just yeah, absolutely. Part of the, part of, it's part of the game. It's part of the game. I just, I'm not going to get pregnant again. You know, I'm definitely going to avoid that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just going to avoid that. <laughs> so is this, would you say, another reason to why you are the ghoster in a relationship? Because you did mention that in the podcast, how you're, you ghost. You, as soy Casper. To number it as Casper. I am just Casper, and I am a friendly ghost. Very friendly. Because I am friendly. I'm super nice. I'm never like, what up? Which, you know, I'm like, hey, how you doing? I try to vibe. But then once I feel that red flag or that bad vibe, I just, like, either block or I would literally... (laughs) I like, I have my re-receipts turned on because I want them to see that I read it and not <laughs> then. <laughs> well, she read it. So what are you going to say? I don't know. She read it. Has there been a, when a ghosting goes wrong? Um, I mean, they'll be like, you a clown ass bitch. I'm like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, yup. <laughs> throw a little clown emoji. <laughs> hey. Hey, hey. You should send a the clown gif. <laughs> <laughs> hey hey <laughs> I should that's, yep gonna do that next time <laughs> well um I don't know like it's been so dope talking to you I can't wait to you, meet in person you have I your know. you're doing your second season of your podcast now yeah right? I mean what can we expect in the second season at the first season but stuff like that definitely butt stuff always butt stuff I got so Are much you? butt con- I, I can I can talk about butts all day do you have an episode <laughs> dedicated to butt stuff yet I will. I am working on that one because I'm trying the butt to episode. get yeah the butt episode, the like butt the episode. actual butt episode. <laughs> I want to get someone who I want to get a couple of people with experience and no experience with it. And you should get a doctor on the show, like a oh yeah, psychologist. Yeah. Is that a butt? A but, I mean, there. But I'm sure you can find a it. doctor who's open to, to talk about sexual open. stuff. Open. Yeah, right. <laughs> Pun intended. Totally <laughs> you gotta warn him about all the puns, though. Oh, like, hey, hey, Doug. <laughs> <laughs> Going in uh, Let the people know where they can find season two, where they can find you, where they can find your stories about how you ghost niggas out here in these streets. But don't tell them the, the Tinder because they got to work for that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, I got to work for that one. I mean, I'm still a nice, I'm still a nice human, guys. I still want love. I still want a boyfriend, boyfriend. Um. Oh, but yeah. Um. So I am on all the platforms, Spotify, Apple, every single one of them. There's so many out there. Buzzer? I don't know. That's one of them. Buzz, buzz, whatever. I'm there, but mainly Spotify is my joint. So Spotify, Apple, Google. 
Um, I'm trying to do YouTube now, so we'll see how that works out because podcasting is hard. You guys should know. Okay. Uh, yeah. Um, but then I'm also on Instagram under at Labian Nights, um, also on Twitter. And my personal uh, Instagram is at Penelope2Ps underscore, underscore, underscore. <laughs> underscore 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 uh, that's me <laughs> i gotta follow your twitter because i can only imagine oh no it, twitter like, absolutely not i'm everyone's like why don't you have a twitter i'm like i don't know oh. i just never jumped i'm like <laughs> i never jumped on the twitter where do you post then instagram's my joint instagram's and I, okay. yeah it really is i've like stuck to instagram but i feel like i need to expand a little more and be more nasty yes i need Always. like stuff to read about yeah. Yeah, I, I have no one to talk to. Uh, take the ball, take the ball, and run with it. Yeah. If you exactly. guys want to know where you can catch us, you can catch us on Facebook and Instagram at Bubble Bath Stories. Yeah, you can catch us on our own our own IG. Yeah. <laughs> I got no time for this. And you can catch me at Nikki Trends. Penny, thank you so much. Thank I'm you. So happy so we were cute. able to do this. And you guys, please make sure you listen to Labian Nights. With the volume all the way up. But like in your, ear, in your ear. No, no children. <laughs> no children, please. No kids. No kids. All right. Well, you have a great day. Thanks, Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.